Hello, and welcome back to Just Talking About the Bible. I'm David Walker. I'm Hiltrud Walker, also known as BB. Greetings, I'm Dennis Pixley. And today is quite a day. Uh, we are going to talk about the different ways we witness to people. The different ways we witness to people. Now, when you witness to people, it is very, it's, it's not easy because you don't understand necessarily where they came from, what they've been through, what they've been taught. All that stuff do come into account when you're witnessing to people. You can't witness to everybody the exact same way because everyone has a different story. So today, uh, when I was leaving church, one of the uh, members of the congregation pulled me aside and he said, hey, Dave, uh, when we say God and Father, Son and the Holy Spirit and Lord and King of Kings, he said, we're confusing the world. He's like, why don't we just say Jesus and just leave it at that? And I'm thinking, wow. Never thought I'd get that question. So I'm trying to talk him off the mountain that he wants to die on. <laughs> I'm saying, listen, um, it's not bad to refer to Jesus as Lord or King or whatever. It's like they did it in the Bible. So, or, you know, we can't say that the Gospels were uh, wrong. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John for calling him those names or ascribing him those things. I told him, now, if my son calls me David, it's considered to be disrespectful. He'll call me dad. He'll call me father. He'll call me daddy, this, that, and the other. But if somebody says, what is your uh, dad's name? And he'll say, David, then that's acceptable because they're trying to get down to the bottom. Who is your dad? And to get more specific, but I don't think that his mind was in the right place he said we are confusing the world the world is none of our business it's not the bible is not to use as a weapon to go out to the world to tell them how much they're sinning and they need to get right with god the bible is for the christian period the bible tells us everybody else is looking through a glass darkly everybody else is looking at us like we crazy anyway our primary uh, responsibility is to do what God has called us to do period now this is why I think that the Christianity of today which is so broad and vast it ain't funny um, has messed up the world is because we have done a bad job of leading people to Christ through our example through the way we act the way we talk what we do what we don't do and and the peace we're supposed to have is supposed to invite people into what we do Man, I'm always in the turmoil. Man, I can't stand this. My kids, my job, my husband, my wife, my, you know, everything. And then you're just like, you always seem to be happy. Why? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. And then that is how we win them over to Christ. Because they are tired of drowning in the world. And they want to walk with the Lord. But we don't do that. And so while we see the world keeps falling apart is because what we are calling Christianity is falling apart. And you can't just do what you want to do when you want to do it and say, I love Jesus. Because he's going to look at you and say, go and sin no more. But that's the problem. We don't even want to acknowledge the fact that we even have a sin. So I was on a podcast recently. I got invited to it. And um, the one lady, she was like a spiritual lady. 
they was asking her how she was brought up and everything. She said she was brought up Baptist and her dad was a big pastor. And, you know, every time she had questions, he would tell her, don't ask me no questions. This is just the way it is. And she said that drove her to other denominations and religions for her to find her own spiritual journey. And, you know, she had introduced herself and everything. And so when they finally got to me, it was like, okay, now we have Minister Walker, this, that, and the other. It's like, uh, so what you call? I said, hold up, I have to address her. <laughs> and so I had to go back to her because at this point I am still witnessing to her. I was like, you have to understand what you said. So if your dad would have said, okay, you have a question, let's figure it out together. Then you would have looked at being a Baptist a whole lot different. He didn't just say my way, or if he, if, he, if he said my way or the highway, that's one thing. But if he just said, hey, let's find out together. So you didn't have a problem with the bat. And I'm not a Baptist. I'm just saying this is I'm just trying to make a point before I move him even closer to where I need to get him. <laughs> so I'm like, if you, um, <clears throat> you had a problem with your dad's approach, not your dad. And, and, and this is what go, where all of us go wrong. When we have a problem with the church, we want to look at the person who hurt us and the denomination that they belong to as one and the same and their God. So she was like, well, I can't be Baptist. My dad was like this. He did this. And so now I got to move on. I, I, I just can't do this. This is not for me. It wasn't God who did her wrong. You know, it was the experience she had with her dad. And so when you go and get hurt, you want to point fingers, you want to blame. And through the podcast, you know, even though we don't have the same denomination, I just kept telling her, look, we on the same team. And she was like, that's right. I'm like, you know, we both believe in God. We just got to find out who he is and, you know, just stay close to that. But to get to her, I have to take her back to where the beginning was to try to unravel these beliefs that she thought she had based upon God, because she didn't. It was just her experience with people, not her experiences with God, if that makes sense. Did I talk too long? Did I talk too long? No. Okay. I think because, you know, I got compulsive talking disorder. I just didn't want to, uh, you know, go too long. But I love witnessing to people. I do. It's my favorite thing to do, witness to people, to get into these so-called debates and Matter of fact, after I did the podcast with the uh, people, they when they called me, they said it was one of the best ones that they had. And they said that they were amazed how I was matter of fact about everything, but never put anybody down or hurt anybody's feelings. I'm like, okay, that's, uh, that's, that's great. God is good. Because that's not my job. I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to lead people to Christ. And there's a difference. Okay, Dennis. Yeah, um... Witnessing to me, uh, I mean, I'm sitting here uh, going over my mind. It's like, you know, it sounds as if when you were talking about the, uh, the um, problem that the gentleman had about all the names. And it sounds like um, he knows a lot already. Mm-hmm. But how could you see a problem with Lord, you know, King or whatever? And, you know what I'm saying people out there I don't think they even consider all of that his ideas seem a little um, personal just like 
everybody's idea. Her problem, the young lady's problem with her father was personal. But because she don't know a whole lot, she assumed that her dad represented the Baptist. And because of how he treated her, she's seen this as the Baptist way. And I think that's one of the um, one of the issues with witnessing that I that I, I see is the idea that um, you only get a few moments with an individual when you're witnessing. Some people make that moment maybe last an hour or so. You know what I'm saying? But you, when you look at it at the in the grand scheme of um, a person who chooses God, accepts Christ. And starts the journey, um, 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 following you know the word of God in Christ. That is just one small, minute, the smallest, probably you know it's important, mm-hmm. but yet it's so it's so short. So to witness to somebody and to uh, be that initial, you know, sometimes it's not even all that they're going to get. Before they make the decision, some water, some plant, some right. You know what I'm saying? Then God right. gives the increase. Right. You know how how how, the, how that order goes. You know. Yeah. So so when I find the witnessing, it's always to try to to try to meet the person where they are. Because like you said, it's always different. So whenever they come to you and and they, and. They, find a, a, an avenue to where now you can start talking about um, the changes you made in your life Right. they might be wanting to come up with issues that they might be uh, having to bother them that they might want to change their life and then you try to meet them there with the initial that this is just an introduction you know um, I'm like this because you know this was this is what I had to um, get to to make my life better and, 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 and then to solve a lot of my issues and my problems it was God it was following it was, it was following God believing in Christ and then and the spirit of God moving in my life has transformed me and got me to be this way so for them um, and that uh, individual you don't know what they know. You don't know what they believe. You know, saying, but more like, you don't know if this was a Catholic background. You don't know if this is right. an apostolic background. All you know is this is the person that you're talking to, and you want to help them. And I just think that um, genuine in heart, as you speak truthfully, I don't. I mean, it's as open and, and as honest as you can be. That I, I believe that. Um, it's not too much that you can do wrong other than to to be wrong or to mislead, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. I find out that in the past, in my experience, that when people tried to witness to me, not knowing who I was and not understanding what I believed in, they said very little other than, come to my church and let my preacher preach to you. So a lot of the people who witness generally the only witnessing power, the only witnessing tool is to invite you to church. We got to have that testimony. But having that testimony and witnessing the people is two different things. Because I notice when I'm witnessing the people, 
I am intently listening. I got a blank look on my face. My mind is wide open. I'm praying, God, you know, help me here. Help me hear what I need to hear. Because people will say a lot of words, but say very little things. And I'm thinking I have to pick up what they say that actually means something. That's driving the whole thought, the whole conversation. Because they're going to give you a life story. They're going to give you a big scenario. And in that scenario, they might say two or three words that really hit on what they're going through or where everything took a turn. And you have to really listen to what's going on. This one lady, a uh, little lady, she, she came to me after church and she said, my parents always bring me here, but I'm an atheist. And I'm like, why are you an atheist? And she's like, I just don't believe in God. I'm like, hmm, let's talk about that. And then she began to tell me a story. And then it went back to her parents argued all the time, all the time. And she got scared and she would go hide. And I'm and and, and you know, every time she she even got afraid to come out of her little hiding closet because she thought every time she came out, they would start yelling at each other again. And I'm like, so it's not that you don't believe. It's just that when you heard arguing, when you heard things that that kind of frightened you you ran into the darkness and i'm like so i think the problem is not that you don't believe in god but that you stayed in the darkness for so long once you start coming out you know it's like staring at the sun it's too bright you got to adjust your eyes and everything i'm like because you're a good person you wouldn't be a good person without god maybe you're just looking at this wrong and we sat there and we unpacked it for about 15 minutes. Then, you know, her mother was like, hey, we got to go. B was like, Dave, we got to go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, st we we got up in. But she had changed her whole tune. But you have to spot where things is going wrong. And it's, it's not it's not easy. But the more you do it and develop it, the better off you get. But I don't think everybody is made to just go out and witness to people. You know what I mean? At large. Well, yeah, I mean, I understand that, but I, I, I do feel that um, um, anybody that has come to God has a testimony. And, and they can help somebody right. who hasn't yet. Right. But I do understand the power of um, um, a more stronger uh, witness to when it comes to um, um, witnessing to other people, people who uh, have more experience and um but you know i don't <laughs> i won't ever put no limits on anybody's ability to help somebody right and all they got i mean uh, sometimes all a child got to do is just say something right and remind an adult that oh you know what i'm talking about yeah i just watched a video the other day <laughs> can you help kid, me with this <laughs> yeah this little kid was telling his mom mom she was he said you need to cut she was like you could do whatever you want to do and she was like, everything's not possible. He said, yes, it is. He was like, everything is possible. You can go back to school. You can get singing lessons. You can do this. You can do that. You can and live she in said, the White House. Yeah, you can live in the White House. And she said, oh, you going to hit me like that, huh? He was like, I'm serious. And the little kid, if it don't bring a smile to your face and joy in your heart, because mom has just been burdened with life. And, the, and it took the innocent eyes of a child to see the possibilities because the world will blind you if it can. Mom. No, this he is not a movie. Do it. If he could do it. This isn't a movie. 
He believed in himself. And you can too. Oh man, you're gonna put it on me like that? You can do anything that that you want. You can get you can get singing lessons, get a better job, make more money. <laughs> you could be even like rich. You could live in the White House someday. You could be president. <laughs> me? Do what you want to do. You're it's amazing. not about up up. It's not up to other people. It's true. It's up to you. It's true. I love you. And I, and I see the spirit as being the the, uh, the the conduit to that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And here it is. The mother needed an inspiration. And, 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 and who did God use? Somebody who she would listen to. Her. The one you've been telling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now he's flipped over. Now he's the one that's right. calming you, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan did. <laughs> you don't mind me. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man. Right. You're right. Yeah. Now, look, I, I agree with that. Everybody right. okay. everybody is capable right. of preaching a sermon, but that's different than, you know what I mean, right. preaching one every week and knowing, right. Right. instructing, feeding off, and understanding, you know what I mean? Because that's that takes a lot. But I agree with you. God can use anybody to do anything. You know, new converts to go out to be witnessing because yes. oftentimes when you know what happens, you go out there yes. and, and you meet them wolves and they've been told, <laughs> been told them something that made them change their mind what they came and talking about. Because yeah, there, there are dangers. Yeah, big time. There are dangers. You must be shielded with the armor of God that's why you go witnessing. Can we say that too? Yeah, you can. Because that's why the Jehovah Witnesses, they don't let their people talk to anybody. They said, if, if you have to witness to somebody, if you want to talk to somebody, you call one of the elders. Mm -hmm. You call one of the people higher yeah. up. Mm -hmm. You don't say nothing. You're not allowed to. Yes. And I'm thinking, man, that's 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 bold, you know. But they don't even want you necessarily talking to them. If it comes up, it's kind of hard to ignore something that you're passionate about, you know. So if it comes up, then you're just like, <laughs> dang it, and you want to jump in there, but they know. Mm -hmm. The more questions you ask. <laughs> And the more they can't answer. It's just that the people higher up has known how to finesse their answers enough, you know, to the point to where they can fool you. Because they'll bring up Jesus, but they don't see Jesus the same way we do. They will bring up Jesus because they know everybody knows Jesus. They will quote Jesus left and right. And then once you become a Jehovah's Witness, once they pull you into the ranks, then they sit you down and say, no, let's talk about Jesus. You know, he was just a prophet. He wasn't the Messiah. He didn't come to lead this thing. He was just a prophet, just like, you know, the other ones in the Old Testament. So when it comes to witnessing, I am one of the worst, seriously. Well, not no, like no. the worst, worst, but like um, what happens is um, I get so nervous and I go, I just automatically switch black and white, boom, what do I say? And then just hit certain topic points that have been taught in church for years and years and years but the church that I go to so generally my witness is as not me talking but the way I walk and the way I carry myself and the way I am and then people will stop and say hey you're different like why do you wear dresses all the time or I never seen you wear makeup do you ever cut your hair and so that's what I mean, the black and white part, because it's the standards. 
that they're seeing, not just the standards, but that's what kind of draws their attention. I stand out because I don't wear pants, never wear jeans, never wear anything like that. I wear dresses all the time and in the world, because I'm a nurse, so I work out in the world with all kinds of folks. <laughs> that stands out and then I never cut my hair and everybody's got a different hair color different haircut seems like every other week and I never do my hair is usually all the same it's curly or it's straight and that's it same length same everything and then makeup wise um because I'm a, a like a professional what do you call that business professional type you know um, working in office most everybody I'd say 99% of the women wear makeup I don't wear makeup and so, you know, you get noticed when you don't. So that that's what draws them, you know, to me. And also I have a very, man, I go in, I don't do this on purpose, but I go in and my smile comes out and I say hi to people and I'm nice to folks and people get on my nerves, but I'm still nice to them. And I get on the phone with difficult uh, clientele and I'm still nice to them and you know, then when I talk about them, because we have to give report and stuff afterwards, it's like, well, they weren't feeling well. And so this and that happened. And really other people were like, how on earth can you put up with that? Man, I had given that person what for. Or I had hung up on them or, you know, different things and um, that type of thing. So then people are like, why are you so different? Like, what what's going on? Why do you not wear pants? Why do you not cut your hair? So then I go into the standards because that's the question they asked. I need to learn how to recognize, hey, this is a perfect opportunity. And I, and I am thinking that perfect opportunity to witness and testify to folks. But then my mind goes completely blank and I do go straight into, well, this is why I don't cut my hair and this is why I don't wear pants and this is why, you know what I mean? And that just, that's not necessarily a witness you know, it's like, uh, oh, you got rules and regular. You're Amish. Okay, I get it. It's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not Amish. But I was sitting here thinking, why do I do? I'm, I'm forever. I want to be like my David. You're my David. I want to be. <laughs> people are like, well, who is her David? Um, anyway, I want to be like my David when he. Well, I've watched him in awe. I have been in awe when we meet people, complete strangers. My David does not know a stranger. But anyway, we meet him and they start talking. And next thing you know, we're talking about God and he's witnessing. And you can see their lives are changing right in front of our faces. They can be atheists or they can be mad at God or they can be like, I've never been to church. Don't plan on going. By the time the conversation's done, they're like, hey, where do you go to church? Maybe I can come sometime. And, I'm, and it's not like an hour long conversation. It's in 10, 15 minutes worth of time. And I'm thinking, wow, I need that gift right there. Because I'm like, the reason why I wear pants is, the reason why I don't got my hair is, the reason why I don't wear makeup is, and that's just not, that's not witnessing. It's just laying down rules and regulations. So I have some learning to do and I, I don't mind because while I was sitting here, like I started to say, and I was asking Lord, you know, how do I change how I approach people? And God laid on my heart that from now on, whenever whenever someone does ask about like the hair or the never wearing, never wearing pants, just say, you know what? I'm so glad you asked that question because I prayed to the Lord this morning and I'm going to start doing it. It's not going to be a lie. <laughs> I prayed to the Lord this morning. God, whoever asks me today why I dress different, why I look different, why I act different, 
that's the person I know that you have called for me to witness to. And I'm going to tell them about your love. And I'm going to tell them about how you, you know, cover, carry, whatever. And I'm going to pray with them, pray for them for whatever issue they might have. Just ask them what's going on in your life. Now, um, let me help. Help me out. <laughs> when people ask you, you know, so why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? The worst thing you can do is say, well, the reason why the reason why <laughs> no. is because of my church my i know and i don't so that's the to... thing real quick that's the thing i do not blame the church i, I want right. to put that out there i don't blame the church because i made well i made it like you know how people say well you're doing because the church said so no the reason why i quit wearing pants i made it's basically a covenant between me and god because i kept going in and out of church and i said lord that was one of the church's standards but i wanted to let god know that was one of my weaknesses i'm like i can't i can't just not wear pants so I made a promise to God mm -hmm. that I wouldn't wear pants. And that was between me and him, not because the church was saying so, right. but because I laid it down as like an outward sacrifice showing God every day when I get dressed, Lord, I am committed to you. Now, see, the problem with that is when you say it's because of God, then it narrows their view. My view already narrow. I, I know. That was a ruse. I know. I know. No. Hold it, on. It, it mean no church rules. It is, but that's not the point to witness. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> that ain't the point to witness. This, okay. this, this is how you have to help people. Uh, because yeah. what you have to do is, they want, because if you explain everything, now I'm putting I'm putting a method to my own madness here because I've never <laughs> done this before, but it, it makes, it's making sense to me now. Um, if you only keep the conversation in and about the church, they their mindset is already limited to and they are already detached from because they don't want to, you know, it's something that they don't really do, nothing that they're into. So what you have to do is, it was like, so why do you do this, this, and this? You start to tell a story. You change the conversation right off the bat to make it more broad into something that they understand and can pull in. He's like, man, uh, you know, the other day, my son woke up and he called me Hiltrude instead of mama. He did what? Yeah, can you believe that? I said, no, you don't look. I am your mama. You don't call me by my first name. I brought you into this world. You will respect me. You will do this, that, and the other. And I was like, yeah. And then you bring up another thing, like um, something in the world that happened that's completely disrespectful, but people just go along with it. Oh, that's just life these days. Because when you do that, you tell those stories. That's something they can relate to big time. And then you say, you know, if you don't stop them, from calling you your name, they will do it forever. Oh, I heard that. I'll smack my kid's mouth. I'll do this, that, and the other. Yeah, because I tell you what, once you start loosening up your standards, ain't no telling where your kids is going to end up. Oh, yeah. Now, see, they just agreed that standards are necessary. And so once they agreed that standards is necessary, then you can slowly graft them back into why you don't do what you do because the second I start wearing pants, what's next? Shorts, Daisy Dukes, uh, showing my butt cheeks, doing this, that, and the other. You know, it gets shorter and shorter and the world will always talk you into doing something crazy because check this out. See, I'm doing it again, don't even realize. <laughs> when there's a crowd of people and it's older women and one woman says, I'm a virgin, every woman there will say, what? Oh, good for you. That's fantastic. That's great. Why are they saying that? Because they wish they were. They wish 
they didn't have the same baggage and spiritual deprivation that everybody else do. When I am in a group of people and it's like, hey, Walker, you want something to drink? I don't drink. Well, you don't drink? And I said, man, look, I'm 53, black, born in the hood. I ain't never had a beer in my life. Then the story becomes, we don't believe him. It's impossible to be 53 years old, black, and never had a beer. Trust me, I ain't the only one. But that changes everything. And it was like, shoot, good job, Dave. That's cool. High fives everywhere. Why are they rewarding me? Praising me just for abstaining from what the world says, go ahead and do it. Ain't no problem. Because they know somewhere deep down it's necessary. That's when you bring them back to the standards. Because once they start to slip, they fall. I can see um, witnessing from a, from a church point of view based on um, a lot of the church doctrine as being um, part of the conversation. But yet you say it should be omitted because of people's already predetermined notion about going to church mm -hmm. and the rules and regulations are like hang-ups. I thought that was Christianity. I thought that was, that was the way of, of Christianity. It was more so of um, not just an inward appearance, but also an outward appearance, you know, because um, and then now that she mentioned it, you know, I've been, how long we've been podcasting together, you know, <laughs> you have to forgive me. Almost, almost I, I mean, I've I, I, I seen her with how many feet, I don't, I never even recognize you don't. And it's That's the youthfulness of my skin. Yes, and I mean, I mean, understand. But so, it's just, so my thing is, okay. I mean, but I notice people with makeup because I know people who wear who wear their makeup all the time, and never even dawned on me that she don't wear makeup. It's just because um, maybe she's got those like, natural, natural glow. But I can understand how a woman could recognize and pay attention and see that outside of everything else. It's like when we witness, it should be more so of an attitude change as to whereas what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad in your life, what's hurting, how do you get fixed, how do you get healed, uh, life, you know what I'm saying? And the reasoning, because the reasons that we come to Christ should be wholehearted lifestyle changing whether it be whatever preference you decide i mean you say you know like i hear you say a lot about drinking and all i mean i mean i read i read i mean i understand but that's the christian way you know what i'm saying but then in the world uh, not everybody who follow christ don't drink that's true so but as Christians, as certain denominations, they will have problems with a lot of these people who do, right. based on how they how they feel about it. Be, right. You know what I'm saying? So because you don't, right? I mean, it's, I mean that that's okay. Well, but, let me be clear: the Bible do say you can have wine for thy stomach's sake. And, do, it don't and, say don't drink at all. I just have right, to yeah. Not I mean, and it mentions beer and, right. and, and then the reasons behind it and whatever. But the outside, but outside of that, what I'm trying to say is. When you're witnessing the people, we don't. It's not good to use a crutch to hook them in, or a crutch. You know what I'm saying? It's best to use the um, 
the power and the wisdom of God is to believe in, in, in him because if there's anything that needs to be changed in your life, mm-hmm. believe me, he will bring he will help them to bring about that change. Well, let me let me give you a little pushback there. Um, the whole point to it is to draw people to the Lord. Now, you know, you don't necessarily as long as you're not lying, you know what I mean? As long as you ain't like got some kind of bait and switch thing going on. Uh, when Jesus came and he talked to everybody, he talked to them about agriculture. He talked to them about whatever it is they did. When he talked to Peter, he talked about fishing. You know what I mean? When he talked to somebody who planted crops, because that's pretty much what they did. That's what he talked to them about. And he put that into a biblical context in order for them to completely grasp what he was trying to tell them. Even when he talked to the, um, even when he told the story about, you know, the one boy said, give me all that I got, you know, and I'm, I'm, and I'm out of here. And everybody's like, whoa. And the stories that he told was to the audience or all the people listening. It was something that they could relate to, but it had a bigger story leading them back to Christ. So Jesus did the same thing. I'm not trying to bait and switch nobody. I'm trying to get them to see how what they're doing and what they praise and what they consider normal is actually hurting them. And when they say, yeah, I can't keep living like this. That's when you get drawn in to Christ, so to speak. I might not be good at this either when it comes to the witness part. We're trying to understand (laughs) the idea of of what think too much of what we use you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it's, it's like more likely that people come to us um, or come to an individual mm-hmm. um, with a dilemma with questions mm-hmm. and um, we try to give them the most comprehensive answer for them to realize um, what makes what I believe so much better for me that what I believe and who I believe in can help you to have to make your life better. A whole lot of stuff that people do, places they go, people they know, is going to be a hindrance to to them, or it's going to be something that they can either ignore or or or, or get over. They will eventually make those changes. You know what I'm saying? Based on their interchanges right you know what i'm saying then they'll realize i have to let this go you know what i'm saying so i mean like i said when sometime when you're witnessing you can tell people well you know you need to you got to stop doing this you got to stop you got to start doing it and that's what that's what sometimes what some people do they do tend to overdo it mm-hmm. or they tend to totally miss you know what i'm saying the, the whole point of what this person actually needs sometimes but uh, like I said, every but but so, so let's clarify a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Every witnessing thing is different. Right. It depends on what you need, how you need it, what's going on, the question asked, and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. Everything is different. But the whole thing is to understand the right frame of thinking, the standards that you have to have in your life in order to get somewhere. Why the Bible says this, that, and the other. The Bible comes up a lot, but and you you you. But you see me talk to people. Yeah, but and that's what I understand about her witness. I didn't see nothing wrong with her because they were asking. You what? know, you you this you were so yeah. Why? Why every day I come in here and I'm such a mess? 
Right. And I'm out here doing this and doing that. And I well, look at you and you are always the total opposite. And then you're so nice to all these people who everybody just tend to have problems with. Well, and we man. can't stand. Right. But you, uh, you don't just look different. You just are different. Yeah, be got a spirit. About you know what I'm saying. So yeah. when you yeah. do, when you well, do that, I believe me. I like to say, you know what? When I don't waste all that time in the in the mirror, like <laughs> <laughs> you be going, you know, because you yes. get up two hours early when yeah. you could be, we could have got an extra forty five minutes to rest. Yeah. Or and break. Then, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, mm-hmm. and then I'm not saying you already got natural beauty. You just put that stuff on and, and you whatever. But then you come in with your head all blown up because you so missed this. And then when these people start hurting your feelings, and you start getting mad, and then you start getting angry, and then it's like you should you could have got more rest, right. been more prepared, <laughs> right? You could have just you know. You know, been more comfortable than than in all the tight shoes or whatever or whatever. Just more comfortable and, mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah. didn't waste all, all that time or what you you know. Understand, but when you change your life and your attitude about the certain things, it helps you to understand other people and deal with them. Mm-hmm. When you're up here, they gonna get on your nerves. Mm-hmm. When you're right about at their level, you can see eye to eye with them. You can relate. To, we can relate with relate them to a certain. More, yeah. yeah see, I'm not yeah. above these people. No. Right? But I do understand. No. We all crazy. We don't yeah. talk about a little bit about that craziness that yeah. some of us may have mm-hmm. in some kind of way. We was talking about that before. But then I can say, you know what? Here comes the Lord Spirit moving through me, saying, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> And that's what that's what um, that's what it should go to, and that would be perfect for witnessing. <laughs> but my brain shuts down and goes to standards. Why don't we? Why do? Yeah. Why, you know what I mean? And that's what I need to quit. Because right. if I do it the way, if I approach it the way you said just right. now, that makes it so much easier to go to where they are. Oh, it's don't a, don't 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 say what he just <laughs> said. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Don't do that. What I just no. said yeah, with the pro- I was saying I didn't see nothing wrong with it because it had to be part of it. Because yeah. no. you're so ugly. No. Right. Oh, no, no, no. no, no people, yeah. people, hold on. People are looking for something deeper. Everybody got, you know, regardless of the surface question, hey, why are you different? Why are you just, they're looking for something. They're looking for a deeper a deeper uh, answer. And not, the spirit is the answer. And the spirit is the answer. <laughs> yes. And you, you know, and you can't just say that to them because <laughs> they don't even understand what that is. They gonna be like, huh? Let me go talk to HR and tell them somebody might need some She got. She thinks she got wings. She right. made a red yeah. bull this morning. Filed the report. Red bull. Red bull give you wings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bees flying she's, around she's, again. She's, 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 she's yeah. Got yeah. No, and that's not to pump myself up. That's just saying no, that. No. That's true. My mind automatically goes. You, standards right, black and, and white and boom right, when it right. should but go to that's the question they ask right, right. You are a walking so witness. i don't have to right. you are a walking yeah. witness but you just don't know how to put it in words exactly right. exactly mm-hmm. so i just need to do change the question so if the question is why do you wear why do you dress like that then just so let me tell you what jesus did let me tell you about my god let me tell you you know what i mean switch mm-hmm. You, you that's what to. I need to do. You have to because they, and that's the answer. The answer ain't because if they just quit wearing right. makeup and uh, start wearing skirts <laughs> and come in the next day thinking they're gonna be Still nice, to, it's up early. Early. yeah, then still trying to right. figure out what makeup doctor put on, right? <laughs> 
then you know they they gonna be doing all right. Well, shoot, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up. I'm just gonna I tried, put my, it, girl. It yeah, work. I, I came in. I hated that girl just as much today as I did before. I didn't wear makeup and a skirt. Okay, I gave her something to look at without this makeup. Oh, I mean, I'm just saying. Yes. You know, that's just the. But they look. I mean, I even got people now in banding they will flag flag me down and say give me a word walker give me a word <laughs> they want me to preach to them for a few <laughs> minutes right then and there and then they give me a fist bump i needed that i needed that it's like it's like a lifeline yeah. it's like they they in the work and they're man. thinking oh man life is like this and that and the other and they flag me down i'm thinking i don't write this stuff up people come on <laughs> i mean you hitting me out the blue man, they, you know after two or three times i'm like maybe i should just give a spam speech man. to everybody but they ready to go home man they, they ready they, to quit well, right now man they having a hard because, time you know, when you're working and you're thinking about the bills and what's going on it just gets good and then you're so isolated into the here and now in a certain situation you don't even really see how things can be better but just by having a different perspective just by having a different attitude things become better that's why when they call me over and they want me to hit them with a with, with a sermon real mm -hmm. quick and what does say of the lord and how i tell them you know because they complain about other people i'm like you gotta trust me be not deceived god is not mocked whatever man so that shall he also reap god is telling you ain't nobody getting away with nothing just because you see them here and they doing all this and you think they go to the bathroom for eight hours and you don't see them until it's time to go and you think man and they like him and do that don't make that story up in your head mm -hmm. don't even make that story up in your head trust me nobody is getting away with anything and then i come back you know like two days later hey walk yeah man that was so right that guy got fired i'm like nobody's getting away with anything eight hours a day you just do your job it's just that simple don't get caught up into that what is everybody else doing i'm doing more work don't worry about all that that is not your concern god is watching and it just calms their nerves mm -hmm. i used to pray i used to, I, mean, I mean i used to pray so much when i first started working there you have to <laughs> i mean i prayed going to work coming come up and work but you know and then you know i, I think i was a much more of a witness back then than I am now. I think I might be getting old and tired. And <laughs> oh, I know I'm getting old and tired. But I mean, but I had some of the best conversations now in the in these recent with talking to a lot of the guys that that are there. But it's just you which know, something you ain't really do as much of because they'll come and hang around you now. Right? Well, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'd I be wondering why these people was coming up to me. I'd be thinking you might have something to do with that. I ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Well, you know, I got a new buddy now. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. He's and listen, that's good. It is because remember I told you. Right. I'm not. I'm not like you. <laughs> but here I am with this guy like you. Right. And he won't leave me alone, so. Yeah. And I'm not saying he, I want him to. I'm just saying he won't leave me alone. Because if I was annoying, he would leave me alone. True. So, I, um, I'm doing better, Dave. I know you are. Oh. I know you I'm are. I'm doing better. So. I ain't, ain't nobody say it was easy. <laughs> ain't nobody say it was easy. But like I said, you know, when, when, when you witness to people, it's like you know would be you can't just like not wear makeup put on a skirt you know yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah. the outward that's the, yeah, outward, the stuff. outward stuff yes no. the things that truly matter mm -hmm. the inward and, and 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 the hard part is now don't get me wrong because like i said i used to cuss like a sailor and then one day god said that's enough never cussed again 
And here's the kick. I wasn't praying for God to take cussing away from me. I was enjoying my cussing. I was enjoying <laughs> my rap songs with cussing. God said, that's enough. Mm-hmm. And now I can't stand to hear it. Just can't stand it. So God can take things from you, you know, and, and, and turn you into something different. But it takes practice. It's something you have to believe. It's something you have to walk into because the devil going to hit you and try to take you out as often as he can. You just don't throw on a smile, no makeup and a skirt and thinking that, okay, I arrived. No, no, this is a process. It's a journey. Form a new habit. Right. You got to form. And that ain't easy. It's like, I'm trying to quit drinking all this pop. It ain't happening. Form a new habit. Yeah. Pick up the pop from a different location. <laughs> that's that's all I'm thinking. I'm changing my habit. I used to get it from Giant Eagle. Now I'm going to get it from Sparkle. But it's still drinking the pop. And it's, it's habit. Nothing but habit. I'm used to grabbing one. And, you know, you can't take something out of your life without adding something else in. You can't go from something to nothing. So when I'm giving up pop, I have to take on... What is that drink you drink all the time now? Body armor. Body and, and no, body armor is not sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, she she, but it ain't bad. I don't mind the body armor. It ain't bad. But I'm just saying, uh, you know that whole thing where um, if when the demons was emptied out of the man, but it was still vacant inside, and, mm-hmm. then, and then they say, hey, shoot, that that place is vacant. Mm-hmm. Get everybody together. Let's go back to a house party. <laughs> you know, you have to fill that house with something. So you have to quit doing some of the things you used to do, listening to different music, listening to different, you know, uh, uh, programs and everything. That is what's really going to help strengthen your spiritual nature so that you can be seen from the inside out. Because B is seen from the inside out. You know, God fixes us from the inside out. Man fixes from the outside in. Man is saying, as long as you look the part, as long as you got a nice tailor-made three-piece suit, you got that Denzel Washington smile. You can come preach in my church any day of the week. Because they're looking at the outside. God's looking at the inside. So what they see is the way B has chose to live her life. How she chooses to talk to people. What, you know, the core that she gives it to God. Period. She might carry it for a little bit, but then she thinks this is heavy. God, please take this load because I cannot carry this. And then like, she come home and she tell me, whatever God couldn't carry here is yours. You, you carry it now because I'm letting it go. And you the man, so you carry it. And I'm like, man, God, can you handle this too? Because I'm, I'm a little booked right now. I'm a little busy working on this movie. So it's an inside job. Witnessing is an inside job. Yeah, we do our best with what we have. Mm-hmm. And it's different. Person, right, to help the person, right. the individual right there. With the question, with yes. the need, yeah, and with the other. Yeah. Because sometimes people do walk up to me and they have a straight up, straight down biblical question. Boom, I answer it. But when they want to come up to me, nine times out of ten, before we go, nine times out of ten, um, they are looking for someone to give them the okay to justify <laughs> something that they really know they shouldn't do. I remember one day a guy called me from work and I had him on speaker. We was driving home. B was sitting next to me. He said, yeah, look, he was getting divorced. He wasn't divorced yet. Remember? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, she just tried to um, unalive herself and she's in the hospital and I don't want to go because I don't want to give her hope that, you know, just because it is. I'm like, listen, you ain't divorced yet. 
You got to be a man. You got to go. It's just that simple. Mm. You got to go. That is the right, noble, Christian thing to do. And that's what you have to do. Don't give yourself any reason to back out of it just because it will be easier, just because it seems to be a little bit less trouble. No, you do what you're supposed to do. Because that's the problem we got in this world. Men are not being men. Women ain't the problem. You got all these shows, women want to take over and pride, this, that, and the other. Because men aren't being men. So I told him to go. He said he went. He said her family was giving him all these dirty looks, this, that, and the other. But they know he was there. Hmm. Okay, well, thank you <laughs> for tuning in to Just Talking About the Bible. I'm David Walker. I'm Hiltrude Walker, also known as BB. And I'm Dennis Pickford. And we will see you next time. And point me to the stage with the mic. Let the light shine bright And you just might catch a sight Of the Holy Spirit flowing out my windpipe This is what it's been like Ever since I found Jehovah Went from being slave to a soldier Let the Spirit mold you Take them burdens off your shoulder He can help you if you only let him hold you Now I'm back to the block